Podcasting from mondays.pwop.com, it's Mondays with your host, me, Jeff Maciolik <laughs> doesn't answer his f***ing email. <laughs> Mondays is produced by Pop Productions, professional, yeah, podcasting services and shit that I never say. Online at www.pwop.com, now here's the guy who never thought he'd have to do his own intro for this crappy show. Carl, the man, Franklin. <laughs> Ooh, Carl. What do you mean, crappy show, man? Yeah, what's up with that? This is, this is high quality stuff. Yeah, so anyway, we, uh, uh, you know, Jeff begged me for an email address that wasn't his uh, standard email address. And uh, so I gave him one at pwop.com, uh, Jeff at pwop.com. And I said, so I'm creating this alias. Will you be, check the, be checking that email? He said, yeah. I'll check it all the time. I'll check it all the time. Liar. And so we had this discussion this week over when we were going to uh, get together. And turns out that it's tonight, Thursday, not the usual Friday. And apparently uh, he didn't get it. Didn't check it at all. But I <sighs> did. But I Karen actually it. did. Yeah, and of course I'm- she did. Of course and I she's did. She's here against here. her better judgment. <laughs> Always against my better judgment. <laughs> I'm still just coming off the high of last week's show, though. Last week's show was uh, pretty awesome. It's the best show Unbelievable. ever. Now, it was I know like the greatest show, show we ever, ever. did, wasn't I, it? I know many Quite listeners possibly. didn't hear it because we didn't actually um, get the recording out on the website. But right, it's we a were great, doing it au natural out in the woods. Remember that? But it was great. It, and, believe us that when we tell you it was the best show and the, ever. The throng of people that were there to witness Woo! it live really had a good time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Best time ever. Yeah. Not having a good day today, though, are we? we I don't think they're buying it, man. Having a rough day. Karen's having a rough day. I'm having a rough day. Yeah, that was sad news, Karen. I'm sorry for you. I, I really am, too. We have we had in my house the best dog ever. Like this amazingly great dog who, you know, every dog has pain in the ass qualities. Like they bark or they bite or they chew or they shit or they puke or they whatever. Right. No pain in the ass qualities. And my dog got leukemia. Aw. All right. That's a great way to start off a comedy show. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Leukemia! Where's Casey Kasem? Very Where's nice. Casey Kasem when you need him? <laughs> so, Mark Miller, how have you been, Mr. Um, Frank? I've been okay. I was I was a little bit confused when the Jackson verdict came out. <laughs> you were? Yeah. Well, you know, the you know, I was outside, you know, for, for years, you know, the white man has been oppressed and I was outside of Pottery Barn ready to start the white man riots <laughs> when the Jackson, when the, the verdict came down guilty, but it didn't go down guilty. And I was like, what am I going to do, man? So I just stood around. So you moved to AJ Wright, the black store and tried to start a riot there. No, I just went home, man. I just walked out. <laughs> but I'm ready, man. The next time the white man gets put down, man, I'm I'm going to be there. I'm going to get my new TV and um, anything else I can find over at Pottery Barn. You know what I want to know? Like, here's the thing. How big? 
I realize it's impossible impossible to convict a celebrity of anything, right? But you don't even have to be that big a celebrity. Like, you understand Michael Jackson, King of Pop, O.G. Simpson, movies and sports. But, like, Robert Blake, what is that? Yeah. Like, oh, you were Isaac on the love boat. You're off. You know, like, I mean, you just have to be a little celebrity. Just <laughs> Robert a teeny Blake was little Isaac celebrity. on the love boat? I missed that no, episode. No, but Isaac would have gotten off had he beaten, you it know, had he beaten a nun with a tire iron to death. Well, dude, Isaac would have gotten off because he's such a nice guy, man. He'd be up there. He'd be up there on the stand. He'd be serving drinks to the, you know, the jury guys. He'd be pointing at the camera, you know. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Yeah, hey, Isaac. Welcome to the love jury. Isaac <laughs> Welcome to the love. He'd be coming up with new ideas for shows. Hey, we can do the love jury. Love jury. <laughs> so, Richard, how are you doing, man? Well, I'm back home finally after our crazy uh, conference tour there. You were a little grumpy down there. I was seriously grumpy. I can't do two shows back-to-back anymore. I've just realized that. I did the show in the Netherlands. By the time I got the tech ad, I wanted to be home, and I was just snarly. Yeah. uh, We got through. Hey, we did a great show. We did. We did a .NET Rock show at Tech Ed. We had about a thousand people there. We almost did a Mondays. We almost did a Mondays. We almost did, yeah. We thought the .NET Rocks wasn't going to happen because the guests hadn't shown up, and we called Mark. That's right. And Mark said, I'll be there in five minutes. He was rushing over, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, we're doing Mondays Live. This is going to be off the hook. <laughs> and in between the time he left and the time that, that he got to the to Cuba, because we were that far away from the rest of the conference center in that <laughs> bloody room. It was far away. The, uh, the guest showed up, and we started the show, and he walked in, 1,000 people in the room, and I interrupted whoever was speaking and said, I'd just like to introduce Mark Miller. <laughs> Everybody and the whole crazy. place jumped up and started clapping. <laughs> it was nuts, man. It was hilarious. I think they thought I was somebody else. <laughs> the good thing yeah. about going to Cuba is I got some cigars. Yeah. I love cigars. Okay. <laughs> no, it's true. I smoke cigars and sometimes. Oh, you smoke them? Okay. I'm s- oh, no, not sorry. a Monica Lewinsky crazy. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Laugh, guys. Laugh. Please. I'm begging no. you. Laugh. I'm begging you. All right, I don't I'm know. There was this whole prostitute discussion earlier, and I'm just getting confused now. I promise, promise. I've never treated a cigar as anything but something. A cigar is just a cigar. Cigar is just a cigar. Uh, well, you Sometimes. know, but a blue dress is a smoke. <laughs> it's a smoking blue dress. Well, Richard, you know, uh, we should tell the story about what happened at the uh, regional director side meeting that we had oh. down there. Oh, yeah. I, I got a link for you. You should you should tell this story. Okay, you're a better storyteller so, than I. Uh, I I'm pre pleased to announce as we're rolling over Shrinkster again. Take a look at Shrinkster.com/slash-five-zulu-zulu zz or zz depending on what town you're in. Is a a link to a Microsoft Press Pass site about this thing that was at TechEd. It was a it was a battle bot built using .NET technology. Right. The thing was called the Finalizer. The Finalizer. So, one of the fun things about being a regional director is you get to find out about stuff in advance. And uh, before TechEd started, there is this meeting with all the regional directors that were in town. It was about 50, about 50. 50 or 60 of us all told. Yep. And they said there was going to be a special guest showing up. And we thought it was so, going to be Bomber or Gates or somebody important, you know? Yeah, you know, was, and speculation was rife. I mean, we were could have been McNeely. We were thinking maybe it was the CEO of Groove. I mean, right. somebody really cool. So there was this beginning of the day. We're all sitting around wondering who the special guest is going to be. <laughs> And in rolls this robot. Well, well, it didn't really roll in, It did didn't it? really roll. It sort of hobbled in, and then it died. And they, Well, it took them 10 minutes to get it in. Yeah, there's all this struggle. And then Jason Alexander, one of the RDs, suddenly barks out, Uncle Owen, 
This droid's got a bad motivator. That's great. <laughs> it took down the whole room. That's it was great. John Alexander, by the way. Jason Alexander is uh, George on Seinfeld. Right. John Alexander, yeah. the RD from Kansas. Yeah. But, and it, that was just the the first problem. I mean, it was like three consecutive problems. First, they couldn't get it out the into the room from the door, right? Because the remote wasn't working. And then something like the camera that they had mounted on top of it was short-circuiting the software somehow. And so, so that didn't work. And then they also had, once they finally got that working, they brought it out and it had this uh, remote control where they could take uh, an axe that was sort of like a catapult. It was held in and they could, they had, it was attached to a motor and they could just whack this axe down in, in, on its front plate. And so they you know, put some phones and fax machines and other devices down in front of it and tried to press the button to whack it with the axe. And that didn't work either. Because apparently they had, you know, inadvertently turned off the switch when they removed the video camera, whatever they did. So it was like three big, you know, gaffes in a row. You're thinking, right in a row. Bombers going on stage with this thing? Are you guys out of your minds? And, uh, and you know, the fun, the weird thing, I wouldn't want to be Jonathan Goodyear, you know, because, I mean, talk about, you know, some of the, the brightest minds in the world all watching you, you know, bomb yeah. on this thing. They were just ruthless. I mean, you know, it's John. Oh, standing in front of the RDs has got to be the worst thing in the world. <laughs> you, you couldn't ask for a more surly crowd. And the jokes were just flying. It was awful. It was pretty awful. But anyway, they did they did the keynote with the finalizer, with Balmer, and it did it went out, you know went off without a hitch. They got yeah. some time to figure things out. But man, what a what a trip that was! What a trip! What a trip! What a trip! Speaking of trips, you know, and, and the regional director list, we got this uh, w- uh, w- this email today. Richard and I did on this list that uh, about an article. And uh, so it's called Open Source Smackdown, and it is shrinkster.com slash 600. Woohoo! 600. Dun, dun, dun. And so what this basically is, is about a guy, Mark Fleury, who is the CEO of JBoss, which is an Atlanta company. And this company has been uh, making an open source competitor to WebSphere and all these great big high ticket money uh, software packages from IBM, and they've been basically giving it away. And IBM's getting a little persnickety about this. So what did IBM do? They bought JBoss's competitor, and they're giving away their software for free. Where does it end, <laughs> man? Where does it end? <laughs> and apparent, and the funny part, of course, is that JBoss is now upset about yeah, this. Yeah, he's like actually mad. Hey, like, man, hello? You can't do what I do to you, to me. <laughs> Come on, you're IBM. You're supposed to be the victim here. Yeah, he's I whining it. about it. So the competitor's name is Glucode. And uh, I've never, I had never heard of him. Had you heard of him? No. No. And just the, the, the rants that ensued on the RD list were really funny. And, and actually pretty interesting. And I thought Richard had the best line. Well, you know, the, 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 my closing comment on the whole thing was really, you know, let these guys eat themselves. We have work to do. <laughs> you know, they, here they are. They're fighting over free software. Hello. Right. Right, like it's a drag race to give it away. Speaking of traveling, when I was coming back from uh, London on Virgin Atlantic, I was shocked to see uh, an air sickness bag uh, with ads on it. And, uh, <laughs> really? I've got a Shrinkster uh, URL to it, shrinkster.com slash 601. This is a scan of the actual <laughs> oh bag. Oh, my God. I That's insane. 
That's funny. <laughs> no way. I'm not kidding you. And is it, this really a product you want to associate barfing with? It's a limited. <laughs> Lotus, it's a limited edition air sickness bag. I guess that's because if you use it once, it's kind of limited. In yeah, it's limited. <laughs> they should have handed these out at the movie. It would have been more use. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, okay. Then also at 602, shrinkster.com slash 602, you can see a scan of the back unfolded with some handwritten uh, stuff from apparently a Jedi who had flown in the seat that I was in prior. <laughs> and he That's didn't get awesome. sick because he was using just Jedi mind control. But there's definitely Jedi riding around that baby. I didn't do Jedi it. Jedi riding. <laughs> Anyway, that I point it's, that out to you. It's not There's bad though because here's have you guys actually ever seen somebody use one of those to get sick in? Yes, actually I have. Didn't really? I tell the story of this? Did no, but we'd love to hear it. Yeah, you did actually. Yeah. Uh, how you started a bar fest. That was just a couple of weeks ago you told us. Okay, story. I wasn't sure if I was on the air or off the air. I think Karen may have been when, not here. Yeah, because when I there, when yeah. I omitted gaze and poop from your speech, you turned to barf. Is that what you're telling me? Mark's like, what bodily function can I now talk about? That was the one. Yeah, you said, hey, Mark, next time, can you not talk about gays or poo or or white guys or anything like that? You're not a psycho. And I said, yeah, sure. And I did just for you. And you weren't there, didn't listen. But that was a great show, man. I'm sure it was. And right. there's like no swearing at all in that show, too. I now, think. did I tell you the story? Did I tell the story uh, of my friend who coming back from Chile in the big bar fest on the flight? No. No. Oh. So, friend of mine. Was down in uh, in Santiago, Chile, and uh, we get an email from him uh, before he gets home, and he was flying. Uh, a, they had to stop in Lima, Peru, on the way up. So when they land in Lima, they're there for such a le- short amount of time. They don't let anybody off the plane, but they open up the door, so the stink comes in, right? And it was it was really a fishy smell, and a bunch of people got on the plane. Yeah. And and they were, and finally they buttoned the plane back up and it's like, whew, thank God, you know that smell's finally over. We're back in we buttoned up plane again. They take off, but he realizes the smell's not getting better; it's getting worse. And it, the longer yeah. they fly, the worse it gets. Till finally, people are like, "Oh my God, what is this fishy stink?" Finally, someone opens up an overhead bin and out flops a fish. <laughs> Ew. Somebody had caught a fish, <laughs> stuck it in a styrofoam container, and brought it on his carry-on. Oh, God. And the thing had tipped over, and the juice had gone all Ew. over the floor. And the fish had landed on the floor. And now the stink was unbelievable. It was catastrophic, right? <laughs> oh my God. And people are throwing up everywhere. Oh so what does he do? He opened up he a window and He writes an email. What? He writes a message saying, this is what's happened to me. This is the trap that I'm in. And oh, there goes the guy beside me. I got to get a bag. He writes an email to, oh who, to you? Yeah, he put it. He, he used the last of his battery to put this message together while he was in the midst of the experience. Oh man! So that when he landed, he would have Classic. it captured for posterity. Now, now, Richard, you were like a, a air traffic controller candidate guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know this stuff. You know this. What's the protocol on on barf? Do you have to declare that going through customs or no? <laughs> <laughs> do you have, to, is do you like, have anything to declare? Is that like agriculture or food? Yeah, you bring any food stuffs into the country? Well, technically, just the stuff I'm wearing. I mean, what do you do with it? Do you hand it to the to the stewardess or the steward or whatever? Do you hand it to them or do you just put it back in the pocket in the seat in front of so you? So here, throw this out the window, please. Yeah, See, this there is, you go. This is, my, this is why my invention of roll down windows, you know, in planes is a good idea. Just roll it down, chuck out the fish, and you're you're done with it, man. I have to say, if the fish <laughs> juice had landed on my back bag, in design school, but I'm telling you, this thing is coming around. I would have just thrown my bag away. Could you imagine trying to take your fish bag home with you in the car, and then watching out your big fish bag full of fish stuff? 
Well, guys, before we get started with the bits, I do have something rather non-funny to talk about, which I think is actually pretty significant for podcasting and uh, and our two little shows uh, specifically. This article came out, and it's at shrinkster.com slash 603, oddly enough. And, uh, oddly enough. This is a research brief for Media Post Publications, and if you don't if you get presented with a, a logon account that you need, just go ahead and create an account. It doesn't take anything, just your just a username and password. And uh, the article is by Jack Lechner. Radio return on investment shown to be greater than TV. I thought this was fascinating. A new study conducted by Millward Brown and Information Resources Incorporated, IRI, examined four pairs of radio and television campaigns in a range of product categories over a six-month period and the findings established that radio's ROI was 49% higher than television's. 49% higher. Boy, we should make a radio show. What yeah. the hell's going on, man? Is that, something happening in the show? What's going on right now? Pe- people are listening more than they are watching. Uh, people are just more willing to listen to radio commercials than they are to watch TV commercials. So this, I believe uh, that's correct, man. So this verified yeah. verified four things. You know that what radium- it is? It's the lack of MP3 player's ability to fast forward through a track. Yeah, that's true. As opposed to TiVo's ability to skip over a commercial. Mm. And also, you know, if it sounds good and it's got some good music, you can turn out, tune out the message, right? <laughs> that's true. As I say that to my listeners. Giving them <laughs> anyway. So another the, reason we'll never get a sponsor. So anyway, the the findings verified that radio moves product a. That B, radio ads increase sales even when national TV is present. C, that radio's effect can be measured when used at sufficient weight. Uh, so, so my presence should be very, very high, actually. Uh, <laughs> four, radio delivers strong ROI. So, so you know, I What's think this ROI? is return on investment, ROI. So I think this is a, you know, a call for uh, action for anybody who wants to uh, get in the minds of geeks with their message. Frickin' advertise on Mondays, goddammit. There you go. Or nope. Toby Associate dies. your product with poop stories. That's right. I thought that was fascinating. Anyway. Dude, I think you need a save Toby site, man. There you go. I've already got one. It's my laptop. If you don't have, <laughs> get See, a sponsor if soon. You don't we're going to eat this radio show. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. What was that? That was like this weird thing. I don't even like listening to Carl when he talks like that, man. All right. Well, let's kick the show off with girl. girl. Just girl. Just girl. 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 With Karen Greenwald. Hello, Karen. Hello, Carl. How you doing? I've been better. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> girl. Here's the thing. Here's so the no thing. sex tonight then, eh, Karen? <laughs> well, here's dead the thing. Dead dog night, huh? It's, <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. It's dead dog night. Well, my husband's Damn. in Europe for three weeks. <laughs> See, that's the difference between guys and girls, man. You know, the dog dies. You know, the girl's biggest concern is, you know, the, the funeral and the kids and all that stuff. And the guy's biggest concern is uh, <sighs> no sex tonight. Depends on the girl, my friends. But my husband's in Europe for three weeks, and my lawn boy is a 50-year-old alcoholic out-of-shape loser. So Bummer. Yeah. (laughs) Makes the week particularly tough. So you were just friend your husband? Is that what you call him, lawn boy? No, I call my lawn boy my lawn boy, and my husband my husband. (laughs) Okay, just want to clear that up. Yeah. And I don't know why my husband doesn't listen to this show. I don't know either. I don't know why. What's the matter with him? (laughs) 
No. Lawn boy. Here's the thing about euthanasia. <laughs> All righty. For shits and giggles. Here's the thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> She's going to make dead dogs funny. I can't <laughs> believe this. Well, we, we euthanized my dog today, and I'm thinking, as you know, we do that, like, we should all be so lucky as to die with everybody petting us and being and saying, like, you're awesome, you're great, you're the best ever, you know, we should all be so and lucky. dog's thinking, throw the ball, <laughs> throw the ball, <laughs> throw the ball. Cookie, throw, cookie, throw, cookie. Where am I? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever panted into the mic on this that's show. That's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I've hey, done Lord it before. Lord knows I've asked like forever. But only for voiceovers <laughs> have I done it before. <laughs> um, oh, come so, on. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. But you that's know. just wrong. As I'm thinking about killing people or, or I'm thinking about euthanasia. I'm thinking about really, do you know who deserves to be euthanized? Jeff. Carl, wow. You're bitter. That was a little bitter. No, no, see, I'm trying to pick up the slack for Jeff because he's the bitter guy. So Uh, there's no bitter in in the mix tonight. So I thought I'd throw it in. (laughs) That was a a great little little bitter mix, man. I like that. Choke on that. Sorry, Karen. Go ahead. Here's who deserves to be euthanized. Really? Anyone who wants to be. My thought is, is like, I don't know why. I was hearing this report about this. Um, how they're trying to prevent suicides in prisons and they're putting them in the cells all naked and blah, blah, blah to prevent suicide. I'm thinking, what? Why are you preventing su- suicide? So, because they can't pay taxes if they're dead, right? I, they can't they're pay- not paying taxes in prison <laughs> they're anyway. They're not paying taxes in prison anyway. I'm thinking, you know, you get a life sentence and you want to commit suicide? Sure. Go ahead. Sure. Now, we want to save your dignity by putting you in a cell naked. Like, it doesn't, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm thinking, like, go ahead and do it. And on the sort of same vein, we were talking about Michael Jackson earlier, and he was acquitted this week. Euthanize. Well, certainly Michael Jackson. I mean, you may not have heard that about this whole thing, but yes, I guess maybe Michael Jackson should be euthanized. But here's what... It is about his acquittal. I think that we're generally saying as a society, go ahead, rape our kids because it mm, seems nice. to be okay. You can get off without a problem. Sure. Priests can do it. Pop stars can do it. And there's no f-ing repercussions. Yep. And, you know, apparently that's what kids are there for and who'll ever believe them anyway. So exactly. as a public service am- announcement, I just want to say that if you are a guy who's ever looked at anyone without body hair and says, mm, I got to get me some of that, <laughs> oh. then you are someone with the potential to make the world a better place through euthanasia. By checking out, my yep, friend. Through this, <laughs> the second that you realize that you're a pedophile, put a gun to your head and take one for the team. Yeah. Because- <laughs> That's yeah. That's all I have to say about euthanasia this week. Oh, man. <laughs> A round of applause for girl. She's so awesome. Give it up for Such Karen a party Greenwald. girl. Take one so for awesome. the team, guys. Take, Take one, one for the team. Take one for the team. Right in the fucking temple. It really, don't you think, though? Yeah, how, sure. How much better off would we all be? I don't know. You know, if, if you're going to do that, don't go with the gun. Yeah, because right? then people have to messy. clean it up. It's messy. Kill. Be considerate. And the slit in the bathtub thing full of water. That's nasty, too. That's nasty. They don't find you for a few days. Yeah, just, just strangle yourself. That's cleaner. Do something tidy. The strangle's not bad. No, str- Especially if you're laid out flat. Jump off right? the Brooklyn Bridge. Wait, you're, you're easy to carry out the door. How could your death serve a, bag, a bigger man. cause? 
How could your death serve a bigger cause? Like, you know. Well, you jump off the Brooklyn Bridge because then there's no cleanup and you feed the fish. That's true. There you go. There you go. Bury right, yourself man. alive. Suicide and pedophiles, <laughs> no, man. We are just on a roll. Leukemia, suicide, <laughs> all pedophiles. All comedy all the time. All comedy. Euthanasia. Leukemia. Nothing but laughs here oh, yeah. on Mondays. All right. Well, Mark, it's your turn. It's your oh, turn. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to follow that with some really dumb people. <laughs> Couldn't we do like uh, Weekend Geek or some rant with Jeff or something else? You're making me follow this, huh? <laughs> Thanks, man. Shh, honey. Oh. Come on. We need we need to be cheered up after that. All right. Story number one. Oh, by the way, kids, there's going to be a trend in this week's uh, Dumber Than Me. We're going to go from smarter to dumber. And oh, wow. We'll gradually kind of, we normally do the reverse. If I got a smarter than me, I got some smarters, and then we're going to gradually fade into dumb. Okay. Story number one. Smarter <laughs> than me. Help and other four-letter words. Mr. Ashley Gibbons, a Londoner, was starting to get a little pissed off. Mr. Gibbons was trying in vain to reach a customer service representative of NTL, one of Britain's largest cable television companies. And when Mr. Gibbons finally had a human being on the line, he was immediately put on hold for a full hour. No, Mr. Gibbons isn't the kind of man who would take this kind of abuse sitting down. Mr. Gibbons wanted revenge, and he knew just how to get it. Having spent a good part of his day navigating through NTL's customer service menus, Mr. Gibbons managed to discover that he could change the recorded greeting on NTL's customer service line. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And so he did. Customers calling the helpline were shocked to hear the new greeting recorded by Mr. Gibbons. Hello, you're through to NTL customer services. We don't give a f*** about you, basically, (laughs) and we are not going to handle any of your complaints. So just f*** off and leave us alone. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) After spending the week in court, magistrates decided that the message, while admittedly offensive, did not reach the grossly offensive threshold required for prosecution. (laughs) (laughs) Grossly offensive. After all, it was technically accurate. That's what I love about the Brits, man. It's a, it's that, it's that margin between you know, admittedly offensive and grossly offensive that I like to hover in. And, <laughs> there you go. And, and they can't touch me, man. So That's anyway, the whole basis of this show. Yeah, exactly. So Mr. <laughs> Gibbons walked out of court this week, a free man once again. So, Mr. Gibbons, you cable watching, phone dialing, line holding, new message recording, freedom fighter for justice, you sir. Are smarter than me. Yeah. yeah. Smarter than me, number two. Chris Anderson, a 17-year-old resident of Gloucestershire, England, isn't a dumb kid. He knows that great things come from hard work. And what could bring greater reward than a giant wheel of cheese? <laughs> so Chris entered the annual Cheese Rolling in Wake, which was held earlier this month. Now, kids, if you're not familiar with the growing sport of cheese rolling, it's an event where you hurl your body 200 meters, so almost straight down an improbably steep hill, chasing the elusive mystery wheel of cheese, (laughs) all the while trying in earnest not to land your ass on a stretcher. (laughs) We have a picture here at shrinkster.com slash 5ZJ. 5ZJ. Cheese and roll. You can take a look at the uh, the steepness oh of the hill. Look at this. 
We've got a picture of Chris there. Chris is in the green shirt, bright green shirt ahead. <laughs> He's got this look on his face like, oh, crap. I'm going to die. <laughs> and over to the left of Chris, you can see the wheel. And it looks like he's actually ahead of the wheel at this point. <laughs> the, way this, the way this sport works is the first person to follow the cheese who, who crosses the line at the bottom of the hill wins the cheese. <laughs> That's right. They, they're playing for the for cheese. It. Yeah, but that cheese has been rolled down a hill. It's no good anymore. No, it's wrapped in wax. Come on, man. (laughs) Of the the scores of entrance, three folks suffered broken bones and 18 were traded for minor injuries. Chris was first across the line. Unfortunately, he was also among the injured. He suffered a sprained ankle. He was taken to a hospital on a stretcher, clutching the winning slab of cheese to his chest. (laughs) The pain was worth it, Chris said. This cheese is going straight in a cupboard when I get home. (laughs) Wouldn't you at least eat it? Put it in the fridge so, for crying Mr. out loud. Anderson, you cheese-chasing, body-hurling, stretcher-riding kid from the UK, <laughs> you, sir, are smarter than me. <laughs> also, check out that other guy holding the big cheese there, that yeah. old guy, man. Here's some old guy yeah. holding some cheese. Did he win it as a child and he still has the cheese? Is that uh, the deal? I'm not getting into this guy's backstory right now. Okay, You can <laughs> research right. it online if you have time. <laughs> yeah, that's just what All I'll right, do. Story number three, almost smarter than me. Not ready for jail. Four years ago, Rupert Reddy, that's spelled R-E-D-D-I, was sentenced for kidnapping and assault in a South African court. However, justice in South Africa is about as swift as it is in other parts of the world because Mr. Reddy managed to extend his appeal process for almost four years. Finally, out of appeals and out of time, Mr. Reddy was facing a sentence of four months in jail. But being a businessman who believed that rules and jail time were for sissies, Mr. Reddy found a substitute person willing to sit in for his jail time in exchange for a wheel of cheese. Oh, no. Oh, wait, maybe not. Maybe it was for money. (laughs) And it worked. For nearly four months, the substitute prisoner sat quietly in his cell. Unfortunately, as regular listeners well know by now, all good things must come to a violent crashing end in the land of dumber than me. With the sentence only days from completion, jail officials happened to discover that the prisoner in question was not Mr. Reddy, but none other than Roland Archery, a relative of the man originally sentenced to the crime. Ooh. Invoking the irony and vengeance clause of South African law, a judge sends both men to three more years of jail time for fraud. Sweet. That went from four months to three years, guys. Nice. Don't. Beautiful. <laughs> like I say, almost smarter than me. So, Mr. Reddy, you favor asking, jail skipping, cheese trader, you, sir, are dumber than me. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you recall earlier in the show, if we do the show in the order in which we recorded it, uh, Richard was talking about fish on the plane. <laughs> yes. There's, there's, you will find uh, something in common with between that story and my next story, number four. Entitled, Fish in My Pants and I Just Gotta Dance. (laughs) An unidentified woman tried to smuggle over 50 live tropical fish into Australia. But instead of hiding the fish in her luggage like any self-respecting wildlife smuggler would do. And bringing it on the plane. This woman decided to conceal the aquatic life in the nether regions of her skirt. Yes, that's right, friends. I said she put the fish in her skirt. You Where? gotta see the picture. It's at shrinkster.com slash five Z M. Five Zulu. What's the M word for, man? <laughs> Mario? Mario? Hello, Mario. That's not What's nether the regions. M word? Somebody kill me help me out with that M. Anyway, you figured it out by now. 
It's Marshmallow? It's Thank Mike. You. All right, Mike, right. Richard Groves, an Australian Customs Service spokesman, said, We knew something wasn't quite right when we noticed strange flipping noises coming from the vicinity of her waist. <laughs> That's not the kind of sound you would expect to hear from that region. No. What region do you expect to hear flipping noises from? Well, like, not from that from region, ankles? okay? Oh, I heard flipping from her elbows, so it was totally normal. From her feet soles. Her shoe soles. The woman faces a maximum penalty for the illegal importation of wildlife of $50,000 U.S. and 10 years jail time. That's a lot of fish. It is. Yeah. Now, Carl, you would think that wildlife would not be the import of choice for today's up-and-coming smugglers. Unfortunately, Carl, you would be wrong. Just like seeing a foot coming out of a guy's butt is wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's just plain wrong. I mean, because then you're looking at the foot and wondering if the other end is attached to something, oh, and then you begin on. to simultaneously ponder the implications of both positive and negative answers to that question. No. And believe you me, this is not a place where you want to be. <laughs> I mean, I'm even totally grossed out just thinking about it now. I mean, it's just... Anyway, unbelievable as it sounds, Carl, this is the second seizure of live fish at Melbourne's airport in recent months. In March, customs officers stopped a 26-year-old flight attendant who reportedly had 16 rare Asian arowana fish concealed in water-filled bags in his luggage. Custom officials stopped him after an x-ray machine showed irregularities in the baggage. We have at shrinkster.com slash 5Z November, 5 Zulu November, 5ZN, we've got pictures of these irregularities <laughs> showing up in the luggage. <laughs> you can see officials... You saw, saw something irregular there. I'm, I can't quite make out what pattern they're looking at, but there's something oh. about those luggage images they saw that led uh, them you to know conclude what? something was up. You know, Mark, I, I think that the guy got lucky. It was just a fluke after okay. all. Oh, please. Yeah, all right. Let's not even go into there, okay? We're Let's not, going not go there. there. You're not going into fish puns right now. Okay. Not only that, but in 2003, a British wildlife filmmaker pleaded guilty to 30 charges of attempted smuggling of almost 200 protected animals hidden in his luggage. That's right, 200 in his luggage. Wow. Must have been little animals. The guy was caught with 187 frogs, 8 lizards, and 26 eggs, all found in his luggage during an x-ray check. Wow. So, wow. Miss Woman with Fish in Your Pants, Mr. Flight Attendant with Fish in Your Bags, and Mr. Wildlife Filmmaker, you sirs and ma'am are dumber than me. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, story number five. Just give me my goddamn pizza. <laughs> Ms. Dorothy Densmore, an 84-year-old North Carolina woman, had the munchies. She was craving some pizza, but living alone, she knew that a whole pizza would simply be too much. After all, she was trying to keep her 84-year-old girlish figure. Now was not the time to let it all go to hell. So Mrs. Densmore called the local pizza joint and requested the delivery of a single slice of pepperoni pizza. But when the young whippersnappers at the local pizza palace refused to deliver a single slice of pizza to Mrs. Densmore's apartment, the octogenarian did what any other pizza-craving creature with a cavernous cranial cavity would do. She dialed 911 emergency services and insisted that the police arrest the Pizza Palace proprietors. <laughs> now, that's when Mrs. Densmore learned that in North Carolina, there is no law against refusing to deliver a single slice of pizza. Ah. Now, Carl, as you know, that kind of shit doesn't fly over here in California, where refusing <laughs> to deliver a pizza is a felony offense and carries uh, a mandatory minimum sentence of five years in jail. That's for all employees on duty at the time of the refusal. <laughs> 
And I'm sure you remember that the city of Compton recently passed a new law giving local homeowners authority to bust a cap in the ass of pizza delivery persons who are more than 15 minutes late. <laughs> but apparently over in Charlotte, North Carolina, they don't take pizza as seriously as we do over here on the West Coast. <laughs> So when authorities explained to Mrs. Densmore that refusing to deliver pizza was not a crime, Mrs. Densmore slammed down the phone in an angry huff. But friends, let me remind you that Ms. Densmore is 84 years old. She's from a generation that never surrenders. Undaunted, this go-getter picked up that phone and dialed 911 one more time and again <laughs> demanded that authorities immediately arrest all the employees of Pizza Palace, this time adding to it all the employees at their corporate headquarters. Now you're listening to me, sonny! <laughs> but unfortunately, the state's legislature had apparently not been in session that Sunday evening. And so Mrs. Densmore learned again that even now, a full 60 seconds after the last time she spoke to police, that it still was not a crime to refuse to deliver pizza. <laughs> now, fully enraged, Ms. Densmore threw the phone across the room and then used her hand to click the hang-up button at least a dozen times to really show them. Ugh. But friends, have I mentioned that Ms. Densmore is from a generation that doesn't know how to quit? <laughs> she picked up the phone and dialed 911 a third time. She's back she again told she's authorities pissed. about Pizza Palace's outright refusal to deliver a single slice of pizza to her apartment. And this time, she had additional testimony to offer. She told police that the Pizza Palace guy had called her a, quote, crazy old coot. <laughs> And we've got a picture of this lady at uh, shrinkster.com slash 5ZO, 5Zulu Oscar. <laughs> That's but awesome. Folks, the laws in North Carolina are slow to change. And not only was it still legal to refuse pizza delivery, that's a full two minutes after the incident had first been reported. But it also was not a crime to call someone a crazy old coot. Especially when the person you're directing the comment to just happens to be a crazy, a crazy old, old coot. coot. <laughs> Friends, did I mention that Ms. Densmore is from a generation that never says die? Ah, yes, I believe I said that. There's Mrs. More? Densmore proceeded to dial and redial 911 services a total of 20 times for the next 30 minutes. Good Lord. <laughs> in fact, she was in the middle of dialing a 21st time when she heard a knock at her door. Uh -oh. Believing that the Pizza Palace guys had finally succumbed to her one slice of pizza request, <laughs> Ms. Densmore opened the door. <laughs> Unfortunately, it wasn't pizza standing at her door, but bacon. Ah. Ah. That's right, Carl. The cops clearly pissed off that Ms. Densmore was the only one calling their 911 emergency service had come to haul her ass into jail. Awesome. A police spokeswoman said the octogenarian scratched, kicked, and then bit the hand of the arresting officer. This can't be true. This is all true, man. I think it proves right there, Carl, she had to be hungry. <laughs> Biting the hand of that uh, Why didn't she just order a whole pizza? Ms. Densmore has been released from jail pending a court appearance in July after a judge ordered a medical evaluation. <laughs> so, Ms. Densmore, you pizza craven, 9-11 dialing, cop scratching, hand biter, you ma'am, are dumber than me. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta check out the photo, guys, if you haven't the seen it. The photo is unbelievable. The photo is fabulous. <laughs> Give me my pizza! I want my pizza! Anyway, this is all true, One man. Slice. Everything's true, even the photo, according One to my sources. 
She could have had a whole pizza and then eaten one slice for eight days. She could have. There you go. What was she thinking? One slice. That's why she falls into the dumber than me category, Karen. Hey, I just want to, this isn't funny, but I just wanted to point out since you're talking about animal stories. (laughs) Yeah, it's Carl. I, I went looking for uh, uh, for stories, for dumb stories this week, you know, and good stories. And I came across this story that uh, this guy smuggled some turtles in Florida in his uh, in the back of his car. And apparently these turtles are, I don't know if they're on the endangered list, but, any, but they're uh, tortoises. And he had a whole gopher tortoises. And apparently they're a delicacy down where this guy lives in. But uh, he got arrested for possessing these gopher tortoises, and he was going to put them in soup. The guy's name, Carl Franklin King. I swear to God. So now I have the same name as a famous uh, black movie director and producer and actor and a turtle smuggler, ladies and gentlemen. Very nice. I was just going to say, man, your dad's in jail now, so what? what's going to happen next? <laughs> Yeah. All right. Richard, are you ready to lay some toys on us? Because I'm, I'm ready for you. I'm always ready. Here we go. 39 speakers in my living room. That's a complaint. Richard, the toy boy. In Vancouver. Now, Richard, I got to tell you that I've been watching Gary Stanley pummel you. Pummel with, me is right. With, wow. with With bad toys this week. Some of them I actually Some went to and good. looked at. So, uh, so Richard has picked how many? How many links did he actually send? Now, us? You know, and I got to tell you honestly, Gary, I don't keep every one of your links. Sometimes you don't send me good ones. A lot of times you do, and I keep them. So, but of the links that I received, I kept thirty-five of them. Oh man! But we can't look at them all. And I would also say it's not just Gary Stanley. Yeah, you know, Gary Stanley is by far the most prolific link sender, but I get links from a lot of people, and I really appreciate it because, you know, it makes me think I'm not the only freak out there. <laughs> not by it's far, It's so nice honey. to see other people. Look, what are you doing with your time? Does your boss know where you're going? <laughs> Look at these websites. What do you do, man? I don't know. What do you do? I wish I had proof that I wasn't the only freak out there. Man. All right, I got to lead off with a classic. Seeing how this seems to be the dead show, <laughs> <laughs> let's start with shrinkster.com the slash show of death. 604. Start this off Welcome right. Welcome to IamDead.co.uk. <laughs> I love that. Can you believe this? This is a real website. These people offer to store recordings for you that can be delivered after you're dead. Hey, can can I make one right now? Absolutely. I just Only want to make ten one now, pounds. And then Carl, when I'm gone, you could play this for like you know my friends and family. What has anybody ever heard of a tape recorder? Dude, I want to just do it now on the show, man. I don't. I'm not. Don't have patience to to wrangle machines, man. Yeah. What the fuck? Should I do it? Since this is a dead show. Yeah. Maybe later. Okay, Mark. We want to hear your message for when you die. I just want to say something like this, like. Oh, man, I'm dead. That really sucks. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody who's who's coming, who showed up. Thought it was going to be peaceful, but it's really Pre- not. Appreciate that. <laughs> Boy, that oh, was wait, funny. Wait, I see a white light. Wait, I may not be dead. Come on, check my body. Oh, just kidding, guys. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm still dead. I'm really dead. Oh, this really sucks, man. <laughs> 
Okay, that's it. That's my. Uh, that's my. That's, that's recording. your recording. Thanks. Play and, that back if I die, would you please? All right, for sure. my family. I would note. Check the link in the center on the left side there. How to avoid death. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Ah. I mean, this is a full service website, man. They cover every <laughs> angle of things. Go to the gym. <laughs> Go to yeah, the gym. What? Stop smoking. Mock a mile a day. Eat well. Lose weight. Reduce stress. Use health supplements. And then they have a list of all the sites that the, yeah. they're funded. Well, wow. That's a lot of new information that we didn't know before. That's great. That's really, really good information. That's pretty insane. Yeah. I am dead.co.uk because only the British want you dead. Look after Rover for me. Thanks for being a good friend. Look at the suggestions they have at the top, you know, of like things that you could possibly leave. I always loved you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, you might want to check this site and see if there's a message from your dog out here. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Woof. Woof. Roof. The flower pot in the hall. What kind what of? What was that? How's, the <laughs> How's life after death? Roof. Roof. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Molly said, um, cookie. Cookie. <laughs> oh, sorry. Cookie. All right. What's next, man? <laughs> we, can't, we can't let the dead theme go. And I know Karen wants to talk about this, son. So shrinkshow.com slash 605. Let's just get it out of the way right now. You know, the possible outcome of your lost pet, <laughs> have them turned into a liquor decanter. Oh, no. And there's a squirrel here <laughs> holding a walnut, I might add. <laughs> and you can take his head off and it has booze in it. Now, the only thing better is if the walnut is actually a beer opener as well. I need this thing, man. That would make I me put happy. I motors in it, too. Okay. <laughs> if I were to do this with my dog, though, my dog weighed 100 pounds. It could be like a kegger. If there I did this go. with my dog. <laughs> this is my keg dog. That's what I'm going to do for my birthday party. I would love it if this has got a little mini squirrel boner on command, like remote control, <laughs> so you could like say, oh, hey, honey, would you uh, go over there and pour me a drink? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I'd love that. Ke- Karen, Karen's me. dog, Keg, would have like a tap on his nose, you know? You just sort of No, like, his tail. Or his tail, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it down, <laughs> out it come. <laughs> You're like, kids, the dog's in a better place. He's in the bar right now. <laughs> the, dog, the dog's by the pool for the potty. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Pump yourself to popcorn in his ass, you know? <laughs> Put a little popcorn machine. Pop, 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 pop. That would be cool. And we could make the dog's mouth the beer opener. There you go. That's Urgh. sick. And he pees the beer, right? Aren't you feeling better now, Karen? Oh yeah! <laughs> you came to the show and you were all you thought now we would that like that treat your with situation me, lightly gonna... and you know not <laughs> help you cheer up. Nah. What is wrong with people? Why better. do they stuff animals anyway? I and really don't know. This is b- bizarre. Yeah, why can't they just train the squirrel to just hold still? <laughs> yeah, maybe this is not a. You know, and you're okay with this thing being a trained squirrel, right? Up until you see that shot where they lifted the head off. <laughs> yeah, and you see the bottle. It's really awesome. Oh, that's just wrong. Yeah, I don't think there are many squirrels that can do that trick and still be alive. <laughs> well, they can, but only once. Yeah. Do you know what I I am actually doing with my dog though? I mean, I'm not doing this, I promise, <laughs> like making him into a decanter in any way, shape, or form. But we're having it cremated, and then I'm pouring it into cement and making like a mosaic for a stepping oh, stone. That would be Isn't nice. That a little nice and kind of queer? That would be nice. A little bit queer, but it's <laughs> nice. A little bit queer. A little strange. Richard, you might want to click the next buttons on these. They got some hilarious jackalopes. Oh, it keeps going. Yeah. I'll leave that to the listeners, just yeah. in case you think we're not weird enough. Oh, my God. Sewer rat on junkyard base. I got to get that one. 
<laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Why they put the little chicken of the sea can in there? I gotta have that. Uh, well, oh, ew, <laughs> ew! I hate rats. Really, I hate them. <laughs> so now you can have a stuffed rat live in no, your house for I all time. I can't even look at them. I seriously have <laughs> serious rat phobia. <laughs> this guy's a genius, man. It's freaked me out. Mousetrap gag. Oh my god, it's got a real oh, stuffed mouse. No. But a stuffed oh, mouse god. in a mousetrap. Oh, oh my god. god. So you know you know this guy's like, you know, he's like, Well, what are we gonna be creative with today? You mouse, know? The mousetrap. <laughs> he's got a real mouse stuck in a mousetrap. Oh, oh my god, he's got a squirrel trophy head too. Oh I love it. And he and he does the jackalopes. He puts oh, antlers on a on a on a rabbit. These are so funny, man. Like the ferret's got a ring in his nose. <laughs> oh, my God. These are hilarious. These are definitely worth going through. All right, let's ferret, go to the next one, man. The ferret's got oh, a mohawk, man. Control. The ferret's got a mohawk. <laughs> Taxidermy arts. I'm an okay, artist. Okay, I got one more animal site for you. And you know what? This one's not even new. Oh. But if you haven't seen this, you need to see this. It's just so strange. Stringster.com slash 606. This is actually a Burger King site called subservientchicken.com. Oh, yeah, I saw this. This is... Why would anybody make this thing? And the list of things this guy can do, you can type in just about anything you can think of. Like, type in river dance, and the freaking chicken river dances. (laughs) Karen's never seen this. I've never seen it. It's very disturbing. It's, it's, It's a little creepy, man. (laughs) <laughs> he's you know just telling the rock on the, the thing oh. i'm not sure about is i'm not sure if he's if he's on a sound stage and it's an actor or if it's just the same guy we see all the time in his home <laughs> you know the thing that a lot of people don't get about this is they think that there's an actual guy watching a webcam screen and and you know doing your things on demand I believe that's true, yeah. Because a lot of oh, people yeah. really think that. You know, there's yeah. millions of people hitting this website. Obviously, they recorded all these actions and then they linked them up to the words. Dozens of people watching this website. This yeah. is a little no sexy. Uh, how about strip tease? There you go. Don't, no, don't. <laughs> Take off your mask. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, what's another classic one? Build a fort is always good Hokey for a pokey. laugh. Hokey pokey. No. Let, let Karen pick one. Karen, you 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 pick oh, something. Do you see that? Like he comes and says yeah. no if it's not a word that they've yeah, programmed. If no, if it's yeah. naughty. Actually. Or if you say something oh, really naughty, naughty. Yeah. Ooh, he'll give you a me. shame shame. Yeah. Oh, what if? Okay, do the hokey pokey. <laughs> That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Hey, chicken, put your whole self in, baby. All right, hokey pokey. Here we go. <laughs> Hey, wait, he's doing the hokey pokey on your side, but he's building a fort over on mine. Oh, my God. <laughs> How, How can he, he do, do both at the same time? He's amazing. This is like a Heisenberg's cat, man. He didn't shake anything. That's not the hokey pokey. It's Heisenberg's chicken. <laughs> I think it's Schrodinger's chicken. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right, so, Karen, pick another one. Um, I want him to... Um, 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 climb stairs. Mime. Climb stairs. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> he climbs up on the couch. That's kind of funny. So no matter what you think of, they've already thought of it. Yep. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Really? Subservient chicken. 
All right. Subservient chicken. What's next? (sighs) I don't even know what to do about that. All right. You ready for a good toy? Yes. Here's my one really good toy this week, and I wanted to cough it up early, and I'm kind of blown away by this. Shrinkster.com slash 607. So this is this guy. His name is Peter Madsen. He's in Denmark, and he makes novelty submarines Mm. big enough for you to ride in. Ooh. I don't get it. Like, you can... Wow, that's big. Like submersibles that you can that you take on tourist rides so and real submarines pictures you're looking at there he's made a submarine and this thing's done now that looks like a world war ii german u-boat wow. except it's a tour boat right you climb into it and where the torpedo tubes are there'll be little windows huh huh the thing's huge how, and it works how's it powered diesel Propeller? and batteries wow Scroll down away so you get a better shot of the oh, thing yeah. when it looks like finished. Yeah. It wow. looks like a U-boat. It's beautiful. Well, it's- the fuel, though, is uh, baking soda and uh, vinegar, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is a 60-foot-long sub. I mean, it's not a little thing. Yeah, you try uh, driving that into the Thames River in Groton, Connecticut, where the sub base is, man. You try, <laughs> do- try doing that in 2000. Might get some words. You're going to see this little periscope, and then there's going to be an explosion in the water. Periscope, yeah. Nope. But cool, huh? Very there's cool. a hobby for you. I like that's, it, man. That's no, it's awesome. Cool. It's great. Build yourself a submarine. How much is it to go on a little tourist ride of that? Oh, that's a very good question. Of course, this was the prototype, so it'll be now the question of whether they manufacture a few of them. But, you know, there's already tour submarines out there that uh, are not all that expensive to go on. Hmm. hmm. I don't think I'd like that. <laughs> yeah, going underwater is just one of those weird things. I scuba dive, but I don't think I want to be, you know, in, in, in a, your metal in a chamber of in death. a vessel. Exactly. I don't want to be in my coffin when I'm doing it. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of death, I've I, I've taken a submarine down to a thousand feet in Cayman Islands. Huh? It's about the only place where a civilian can dive that dive that deep. But it wasn't one of these, though, right? It was something. No, no. It was a it bigger. was an old um, oil rig sub. Little. It was a little yellow can. Yeah. With I'm, a big plexiglass dome on the front of it. With hmm. a what, big what glass dome? Plexiglass. Oh, oh I plexiglass. thought you said pussy glass. I totally thought you said pussy glass. My goodness. What I are you thinking I'm going to get some of that glass. I'm going to get me Can we let up on the dog references here? Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry, yeah, we don't want to remind Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Getting upset about all that. Yeah. Jumping over to some military technology. Take a look at shrinkster.com slash 608 and tell me what this thing looks like. So, at military.com, they're talking about a gizmo called the Eyeball R1. Looks like a bowling ball, yeah. It looks like a bowling ball, <clears throat> and it basically is treated like a bowling ball. You can throw this thing down two floors, and it won't break. Hmm. So, the idea is you can basically toss it into a room to see what's going on there. Ah. But look at the picture of it. Doesn't that look like the Spybot droid from Star oh, Wars? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, say... It just looks, it's a ringer for it. It is. Huh. It's just missing the, uh, the the little syringe on the side. Yeah. And a little stands. And the guns and the shield. But other than that, it's almost the same. <laughs> you know, speaking of that scene in Star Wars, you know, and Darth Vader's there, and he's like, you know, will you, you'll be talking soon, Princess Leia. And it's like, you know, why didn't he just use the Vulcan mind meld on her? Find out what she was thinking. <laughs> oh, here's the thing, guys. I was at this, this thing where... 
this is a little bit of an aside, but I just have to throw this in because it's kind of scaring me that I'm on this show because, okay, so they have this thing and everybody has to put in a fact about themselves and then you match the person to the fact that this you think matches them. No, it was a little game of a banquet for this okay. board that I'm on, whatever. It was kind of, no, not it, it was right, a different right. board. Queer. But anyway, so we all do them. And you know what almost everybody matches me to? I go to Star Wars conventions. I'm a total Star Wars freak. Blah, 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 Star Wars. I dress up as Princess Leia. And I'm like, what the f***? I can't believe you think that's me. I'm not, I'm not that. Oh, no, no. She's, she's a squeaky offended. Oh, I was totally offended. That and they Squeaky th- offended. And then they thought that I um, went with a biker group throughout Europe, which was a little more normal. But yeah, what's with the <laughs> Star Wars shit? I was pissed. All right. I got one more military gizmo from you from the fine folks at defensetech.org. A few people sent me this link, and, and it's pretty hard to resist, actually. So take a look at shrinkster.com slash 609 for the badass bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So this is the, the, the $300,000 bus that they're using in Iraq to go in and out of the green zone. That's Apparently what, they can take a direct hit from an RPG and keep going. Looks like it has. Mm. It, yeah, that photo there, it looks like it's been pretty shot up, uh, actually. Why the f*** would I want to ride in that, man? <laughs> it's called the Rhino. And it's basically, they. it looks, they, there's a ground-up built, looks vaguely like a, a, a Greyhound bus, except bulletproof glass and big steel sides. All that tells the yeah, other guys is just, we need a bigger bomb to blow this thing up. Just That's looks all. like a, a glorified so. van. If the rhinos are rocking, don't come knocking. That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> she just makes this shit up. I don't get it. <sighs> All right. All right. Didn't like that one much. Let's stick. I'll, I'm pulling out the Japanese toy then. Okay. Yeah. the Japanese toy. This thing's just weird. I don't know what these people are thinking. Have you ever heard of NASDA? Yes. Nambla? What? NASDA. NASDA is the Japanese space agency. Okay. Uh, okay. Go to shrinkster.com slash six zero A. Do you guys know how you toast with alcohol in Japanese? Kampai. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Richard's a world traveler. Richard knows everything, man. I'm gonna get him on a game show. <laughs> get him get him <laughs> Richard's Mark. How do you Miller. say it in Gaelic, Richard? What did she say? How do what you did say, she say how do you say cheers in Gaelic? In Gaelic. In Gaelic. She said Gaelic Richard is what I think she said. <laughs> yeah. Richard, That's you're such a Gaelic. I don't know. No wonder do you you're making all, everybody gay around you. What's up? Let me tell you a story about my friend Richard Campbell. We get on a plane to go down to Tech Ed. We're, we're, in our lane. we're going in this plane. There's nobody on the plane, right? Oh, no. And I say, hey, Richard, should I kick your ass in trivia? Because it was a song flight and they have this in-flight trivia. Oh, that yeah. You play I love with that the, song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. You play with the rest of the people on the plane. And I said, so can I kick your ass in trivia? He goes, let me tell you a little story. He says, <laughs> uh, my neighbor and his wife came over for dinner once, and he's a competitive guy. And he said, hey, let's play Trivial Pursuit. And I said, no, you don't want to play Trivial Pursuit with me. And he says, no, really. Come on, let's play Trivial Pursuit. I said, okay. I let the guy roll. He got his answer wrong. I answered 66 consecutive questions and won the game. It was 54 and I've done it twice now. All right. Don't make me freaking do it again. So then he says, so you still want to play trivia with me? <laughs> yeah. I gave you fair warning, man. Of course, he beat the 20 people on the plane badly. 
Wow. Oh, Richard, you're my hero. He is a trivial And I know you've meister. probably Googled it by now, but it's Slanta. 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 All right, what Slanta. the hell are we looking at here? What is this? In this Gaelic. This is NASDA's origami collection of spacecraft. Whoa. Whoa. This is just weird. Whoa. So what they've got, but they're basically offering is downloadable PDFs that you print out and fold into their spacecraft. Wow. That's kind of neat. I think that's cool. You guys are weird. <laughs> it's pretty cool. No, I like it, okay. man. No, I don't like this. I think. <laughs> Shut up, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> like, who cares, man? Oh, you're just playing that dead dog card all night, aren't you? <laughs> Like this. I'm bitter about this. I'm sad. Scroll no. down farther. They've got origami <laughs> globes. Yeah, I see that. I'm into it, man. I, I, I go for it. That's so strange. Shut up, I, Mark. I like it, man. I'm all over it. <laughs> you. I can't tell. And you're all back. over it. Double <laughs> you Kiss back my with ass. the triple finger overload, man. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I like this globe. I'm a big loser. Super shitty <laughs> girl. Look, honey. I don't know what it is, Carl, but you girls seem to be to have anger towards me. What is it? What is it? Like Fair Michelle was like, pissed off at me the other week because I told her she was boring the hell out of me. And then, and then Karen's pissed off at me now for what? Oh. I, who knows what? And they just, the girls just set off. They set themselves off. No, They're mad at you from your me. life, birth to Richard, now. save us. All right. I'm going to go to computer toys. I'm not going to talk about the fact that I rebuilt my water cooling machine. I want to show somebody else's computer toys. So, shrinkster.com slash 60B is in Bravo. This is my antithesis. This guy has done exactly the opposite answer of what I would do to keep a machine cool. I, I try case. and eliminate fans. This guy built a case out of fans. Case it's fan, so case fucking cool. Fan, case the fan entire, case. imagine a standard tower case, except oh the God. entire thing is... 80 millimeter fans, the entire thing. The sides, the top, the front, the back. 70 fans. They all work. That the is only thing awesome. that's not covered in fans is the power switch, the, the keyboard and mouse connectors, and the CD ROM. Everything else, fans. I love this. It's even hinged. And he's you know, got you a. Know, Richard, if you scroll up and down with your mouse wheel on this page, one of the shots, you can, it looks like you can make the fans spin a bit. <laughs> wow I'm just thinking this is not the quietest machine he's ever built Look, he has a screen of his BIOS that probably gives him the temperature, right? Let me tell you what the temperature is Yeah, it is, it's right in there What is it? I can't even read that much that It looks far. like it's 175 it's kind of Celsius <laughs> no, That's guess, my machine Guess all the fan engines <clears throat> No, that's awesome, man, I love it you like just that? Neat. Yeah, I that's love it That's pretty awesome Okay let me give you another hardware <laughs> shot then. This one was sent to me by our friend John Bristow. It's just a picture. Shrinkster.com slash 60C is in Charlie. Oh my. Ooh, my God. This is a homemade oh case. And this guy's got every hunk of junk he could think of thrown into this case. <laughs> That's enormous. I figure there's about 40 hard drives in there. Wow. 200 gigs each. At least two motherboards. I count six power supplies. That's some of those hard drives are SCSI. Some of them are IDE. Some of them are SATA. That's hot. It's out of control. <laughs> He's got like six tera terabytes there, man. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I think the drives are older than that. I'm looking right here on the drive. It looks like it says 200 gigabyte. One of them does. Pocket next to it says 250. I'm assuming all the way back. 
That's awesome. It's harder man. to see as it goes further back. The case is made of plywood painted black. Hmm. So I'm thinking this is not original equipment manufacturer here. Hmm. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. That's, That's incredible. Cool. I love I, it. I just love this sort of thing because it makes me realize my gear's not that weird. <laughs> yeah, Richard. That's right. You're totally in the norm. <laughs> totally. You are, totally nobody in the norm. is more mainstream than you, my friend. All right. Man, what's up with Karen, man? One, uh, a do- one dog dies, and she's like on everybody's case. Off my ass, Mark. <laughs> Look I'm out. out of you. Are you ready for a really bad toy? Oh, yeah. Really bad. <laughs> Shrinkster.com slash 60D is in Delta. Powerseed. Powerseed.com. Okay, <laughs> now look at this. Eat less, enjoy more without dieting. And it's all focused on the power seed. You see the little black thing there with the mm. green light? Yeah. Click on learn more. Now, I've spent a good hour reading <laughs> this site trying to figure out what the hell is it these people are selling. Let light. me tell you what they're selling. They're selling a little black glob of crap with a light <laughs> on it that every th- three minutes turns red. Oh. The idea is that you chew your food until it turns red. Then you spit it out and bike another bite. No. It's placebo. Wait, wait, you have to spit it out? I guess you could swallow it if you really want to. (laughs) The whole thing here is to slow you down in eating. How much do they want for this piece of wonder toy, you wonder? (laughs) I mean, I think you'd do more just by selling their domain name. (laughs) Power Seed. Power Seed. It's the Power Seed, baby. Who doesn't want Power Seed? (laughs) Mindful... How much is the power seed single user system? They want fifty bucks. No fifty way. bucks for a chunk of plastic that flashes up a light every Please, couple of minutes. I bet they're gonna get it. That's that's insane. Don't worry, you can get it gift wrapped. Oh yeah. Oh wait, if, how pissed would you be to get that as a gift? Here, I got you this chew timer. <laughs> Comes with an assortment of different colored pouches seed. for your power seed. Yeah. It'd oh, be hard to sound you. sincere. Thanks a lot for the f***ing power seed. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for my power seed. I couldn't yeah. be happier. Hey, how'd you lose all that weight? Power seed. Oh, my power friend gave me power seed. seed. Throwing the f***ing power seed at the wall again and again. That's and how I lost it. Now I know how to, yeah, really beating up my friend who gave me power Wait, seed. Richard, you know, you know what? There's an opportunity to make some money here. As a software developer... Well, I could write a little program for the iPad. That's a good idea. There that, you go. That, that does the same thing with software, and I could sell it for 40 bucks, and I could, make, I could sell millions of these things, man. You should do it. Dozens. Absolutely. Could they do the same thing for, like, timing, you know, all sorts of activity? All sorts of activity. You know, t- so you can, like, delay your power seed in different areas? You could do that. <laughs> you know, until the red light goes off, until the red light goes off, you have to wait. I'm like, you've been Just messing with my power seat again, haven't off. you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turning the dial on the back. Richard. Up, up, up. I smell basic stamp. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Well, well, I got one last toy for you. I'm ready for it. Shrinkster.com slash six zero. E is an echo. It's a bad toy. It's very bad. It's a guy named Clark Sorenston who has made out of ceramic and glass flower urinals. That's awesome. So they have these beautiful flower urinals. There's one made like a calla lily. That's beautiful. All these different plants. Now, let me tell you something there, Carl. Yeah. The urinal was not broken. 
Yeah. Don't mess with it. <laughs> yeah, Leave it alone. Not broken, but ugly. I think this is practical use of art, and I love it. Do you know, there's a woman here in New this London. This is art you pee in. Yes. New London, <laughs> Connecticut. Lori Stedman does Vogue Commode, and she does these beautiful murals inside your toilet. So, you know, you can, you know. It, it yeah, but Karen, you... I would be gay if I if, if I if Honey, I peed flowers... in these. I would become gay within five days. Sweetheart, flowers. <laughs> five flowers days. are symbolic of vaginas. How does that make you gay? Georgia O'Keefe, one hundred and one. It would make me gay. It just would. Why? Because all of a sudden you never want to have sex with a woman after you've peed in a flower. I just have too gross. much fun. I'd be dancing and peeing. I would be gay. No, no. This is a beautiful use of art that is. Practical. I then love you it. You use it. Well, if I could take a dump I, in I it, I maybe. Take... But no, if I have to pee, no, I'd be, I'd be gay. <laughs> no, if I could... oh, so you want to take a dump in something that resembles a woman's vagina, but you don't. <laughs> There's so okay, much misogyny that I can't now we're even. In trouble. Thank you for that. Now we're in a whole new level. <laughs> I man. can't yeah. even. Oh, she pulled out the V word, man. I thought it was a flower up yeah. until now. Oh, yeah, flowers yeah. are flowers. Sometimes a flower is just a flower. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. The point is, Mark wants to take a dump in it. I I am never... Good thing I've been using my alias and not my real name on the show. Mark wants to take a dump in the... Vaginal floral symbolic sculpture. It's a good thing I don't have to talk much, you know? Uh, I don't it's know if thing. it's on VogueCommode.com, but I Where's will. Where's Jeff when you need him, man? Jeff would save me now. He'd be able to Lori say something Stedman. to divert the wrath of that woman over there. I have no wrath. I just can't imagine you taking a dump in a flower. Will you stop saying that? You're making me grossed out. Sweetheart, you're the one who said it. it. I really need therapy now, look, okay? Look, this is not you joking anymore. Poop. You want to you bring poop into every stop. level of your conversation? Then you have to talk about taking a dump on oh, all different levels. Oh, God. Somebody stop the show. Dropping the kids off the pool. Are we done yet? <laughs> oh, it is Are you there. quite finished? Yeah. Oh, look, Vogue Commode. Vogue Commode, thank company. you very much. I'll shrinksterize nice. it. It's at com 60F. Thank you. She Vogue is, Vogue and by the Commode. way, she's an amazing artist right here out of, you know, New London, Connecticut. Art you can poop on. Mm, poopable art. <laughs> poopable art. <laughs> no, she's, she, seriously, if you guys ever, and she's oh, done, man. she can do all sorts, she could maybe do your face in your toilet. Your toilet or your face. <laughs> Very nice. What do you want to poop on? Mm. <laughs> oh, come on. There you go. Wait come on. If I, I, I if I could choose, I guess I would choose um I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to think about that. What would I want to A toilet. Come on. It's not a hard <laughs> answer. This isn't rocket science. Yeah, but, but what about the section called mommy and me? <laughs> this no. is getting a little weird. No. No, that's from her son designed that bowl, and he's only two years old. And he yeah. Took... Did you see the toilet with the turtles on it? Yes, I did. That was in the show house that I did. I did some stuff for, and that was the bedroom that was next to the exercise room. I I did, and that that's those... pretty cool. Actually, yeah, it's very the cool. turtle bowl. Isn't it cool? And seriously, he she it's gave better than the flower urinals. She gave me. her son um, some glazing crayons, and he just did that bowl. Yeah, I mean, if you had that kind of thing going on in your house, that would be gorgeous. The turtles on the bowl was cool, and the bathroom she designed around it was also very cool. Carl, with uh, Karen's connections, we can maybe get her as a sponsor, and I can do a testimonial. This stuff's so good, I don't want to crap in it. <laughs> Mark hasn't shit in five months. because <laughs> Make way for Mark. 
<laughs> Nantucket charm in your yeah, toilet. Yeah, look at Nantucket charm. Bring the feeling. It's a toilet with a little and shell. And warmth of the island to your bowl. I don't like any sort of dark spot in the back of my toilet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, be, you be scrubbing the that for a The once was a girl from Nantucket. Well, no. I have to say that in that in this show house where she did that bathroom, somebody also did another bathroom. And you know, during a show house, you don't want people to actually use the toilets that you've yeah. that you have d- displayed there. So usually, you'll put like sometimes you put like you know, police line, do not cross. <laughs> <laughs> or just discreetly like a, a paper towel or something so that it's clear if people lift it that they're not supposed to be in it. Well, someone in the downstairs bathroom put this huge group of dried hydrangeas all in the bathroom, which I don't know if you know anything about brown dried hydrangeas. but it's, Yeah, they it's, look pretty nasty. It was so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> that, oh, you peed yourself laughing just by opening the toilet. Peed yourself laughing. <laughs> and that yeah. ends our show. And there you have it. Nowhere that, to go. That does end our show, as a matter of fact. So, uh, you know, what can we say? Jeff, if you're out there listening, you, Damn know, you. you know you're not. But, uh, uh, you know, we're going to have to get this you. email problem worked out, man. And, call uh, me. Call Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Mark. Oh, you're welcome, man. Thank you, Richard. Rock on, Beavis. It was lots of fun, and uh, let's do it again next week. Yeah. 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 Yeah.